Well, it's a fabulous 24 hours for boxing fans, starting at the Suncorp Piazza on Saturday, where Liam Paro and Brock Jarvis are the mainline event for the Matchroom Boxing Card, and then... 24 hours later, or less than 24 hours later, Devin Haney will take on George Cambosis, and I'm delighted to say that we have on the line to talk about both those fights, an icon of Australian sport and Brock Jarvis's trainer, Jeff Fennick. How are you, Jeff? Yeah, very good, thanks, guys. Really good, really excited, and can't wait, can't wait for the weekend, and some big stuff happening in Australian boxing. Oh, isn't it? Um, just, uh, we had Eddie Hearn on yesterday. Uh, Jeff, just, uh, and we heard in the press conferences yesterday what plans he has for Australia in terms of who he would like to bring out here and uh, how many events he'd like to hold a year. Um, big changes on the boxing scene with his uh, introduction, somewhat of that stature? Yeah, definitely. Eddie, Eddie brings them, um, you know, some great stuff to the country. He's got, you know, the biggest boxing organisation. And the world behind him, supporting him, and um, is going to give um, a lot of Australians uh, the opportunity to do things they they never done. It's fight on the international stage, and it's really exciting for Australian boxing. Jeff, no doubt uh, throughout your career and the aftermath of your career, you would have dealt with all of the big names in boxing around the world. But he's a very impressive character, Eddie Hearn. Yeah, he's uh, definitely impressive. Um, you know, he's uh, like I said, he's um, you know got most of the the, the big name fighters in the world, and. Um, yeah, he's now ventured into Australia. It's going to give a lot of Australians the opportunity to, uh, to, to be on the world soon, which is, you know, so, so special for these young guys like Brock Jarvis and, um, headlining the first uh, matchroom show, which is really, really exciting for Brock and myself. And I think the whole of Australia should, um, you know, embrace this, jump on board and everybody in Brisbane hopefully will come out tomorrow at, at the piazza and watch, watch his fight. Well, Jeff, uh, we spoke to uh, Brock a couple of weeks ago. Delightful young fellow, actually. He had a great story about uh, you taking him along to meet uh, Mike Tyson. He said he was sort of just sitting there on the couch in the living room, and he looked up, and coming down the stairs was Mike Tyson. He thought, "What?" Mm. You know. <laughs> so uh, you and him, obviously, uh, you go back a long way. We spoke to you previously about uh, Pat Jarvis and uh, the relationship there. So, how have things been going in training, and uh, how long has he been up here? And well, how long have you been up here? Uh, we only got to Brisbane yesterday, but um, right. we've been training really, really hard. We've had a, a real long camp because the fight got postponed. So we've been in camp for around three months. So um, uh, we're just making sure, you know, I don't burn the engine out. Everything's you know, about timing in this sport. And uh, no, everything's really, really good. Um, you know, my relationship with Brock's amazing with his whole family. Uh, Pat Jarvis, the policeman who helped me get off the streets and into the youth clubs. And then um, uh, Pat's mother was my nutritionist and uh, Elizabeth. So, yeah. Uh, got a huge history with, with the Jarvis family and hopefully um, on Saturday and um, Brock can, you know, really do something special. It's a great story. It really is going back all of those years. But these two guys, Jeff, have got a terrific record, um, both uh, Paro and uh, and Brock Jarvis. Do you expect the fight to go the distance? Yeah, I, look, we train, we train for every fight to go the distance, so we're obviously um, we're ready for that. But I'm kind of, in, in my mind, I think that, um, you know, these guys don't realise how mature Brock is now. Um, you know, in the last you know sixteen months, he's gone from being a boy to a man. He's, you know, his weight's gone up. He's, you know, he's learning different things. And uh, I just think that, um, yeah, you know, honestly, if I was going to tell anybody, um, you know, at four dollars forty, Brock's, Brock's not a bad bet to to, to win by stoppage. You know. And, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, Jeff, the, uh, they've both sort of fought about the same number of fights, uh, you know, 19, early 20s. I mean, has uh, one fought the better calibre of fighter or has their sort of careers sort of matched each other in many ways or is your man no, no, coming on quicker? 
No, no, if you look at Liam, Liam's uh, fought a lot of guys, and Liam's fought at this weight. This is going to be Brock's first bench into the 140-pound division. But like I said, um, you know, and that's where everybody's doubting Brock. They think, oh, he's gone up eight divisions since he started. Can he handle it? Well, he's handled the, the other seven with ease. And I think that this will be the, the weight division that he's at his best at. So, mm. yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, him putting on a great show. Jeff, how many boxes do you have under your care at the moment? Yeah, I've got four or five that I, that I work really hard with. I've, I help a lot of other people, but yeah, my, my own team's around. Yeah, four or five fighters. I've got, I've got a female, um, Kate McLaren. I've got Big Jack mm-hmm. Samari. I've got uh, Hass Hamden. And I've got, got Brock. So, yeah, I've got a, got a couple other boys who are, I'm just trying to teach and, and get them uh, in, into the sport. But no, I, you know, I, I love giving back to the sport that gave me everything. And Jeff, sort of four or five, uh, is that uh, the sort of number you want to stick at, given you also help out others, you know, on a ad hoc sort of basis? Yeah, to be honest, look, Dan, that's plenty for me. They, uh, after holding their pads for all these years, his shoulders are, are not the same anymore. But like I said, um, I just find it really hard to say no. If somebody comes and asks for advice or help, I'm the first person to put my hand up and try to give something back to these people who have always supported me and been good to me. And with what you're doing now, is that a seven-day-a-week job? Yeah, it sure is. Well, you know, um, yeah, on Sunday we usually, uh, it all depends if we've got a fight or I always meet the boys on, on the Sunday, we do something small. But no, yeah, it's seven days, yeah. I'm, I'm in the gym, I've got a gym at home, so I'm, I'm in the gym for like most most days from 6 a.m. and I get out there at about 5 o'clock, so it's a long day. Sounds a long day. Uh, Jeff, uh, it, it's a fairly, uh, you know, lengthy card on uh, Saturday night. We spoke to Sky Nicholson uh, the other day. She's an impressive uh, young woman. Any other bouts that are really sort of take your eyes being ones we should be watching out for? Yeah, we've got a big heavyweight on there as well, Benson McKean, who's, um, you know, um, high in the, in the ratings. They're talking about if he has an impressive victory here, that he could fight Anthony Joshua. So that's massive, again, used for Australian boxing. And uh, actually, just moving away from uh, from boxing for a moment, Jeff, we did speak at length about this a couple of weeks ago. We were all so moved, the listeners and ourselves, at the story on Mario Fennick. I guess the, the question is, how's he going? And has anything positive happened to him after that uh, after that show? Because uh, quite clearly, um, he's missed out on a lot of areas where perhaps he was entitled to to be getting something to to help him um, basically live his life. Yeah, well, definitely. After the story, which has been a huge, you know, um, out, 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 out of help and everybody wants to help and do something for him. And um, But like I said, um, I'm, I'm with him every week and um, it's progressively getting worse. It's like, it's not like you, you're with an 80-year-old, it's like you're with a, a 10 or 12-year-old that, you know, right. you know, a 14 or 15-year-old. Yeah, just, yeah, it, it, it's sad. But his, his wife, Rebecca's an amazing lady and she's working, um, you know, overtime to make sure that he's okay and getting carers here and there for him. So, look, then, it won't be long. We're going we're gonna to do a couple of fun, nice fundraisers for him soon and hopefully we'll be able to help him live a, 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 as close to normal life as possible. Yeah, and, uh, Jeff, at the same time, uh, you went through some testing during... It was a fabulous uh, uh, program that was on and uh, sort of touch wood, everything OK with you? Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think they found anything up there, so there's nothing to check. <laughs> the lights were on, there was nobody home. So, yeah, uh, just it was some... I don't know. It's all good, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I've you know, I've had a you know a tough career and stuff, but at, at this point in time, everything's great. I mean, I have memory losses like everybody else, but I am, I'm, you know, I mean, when I see Mario, wow, it's it's, it's so so sad. And, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to help. He's going to be fine. You would have seen some changes uh, throughout the 
since your career started to now in regards to head injuries and head trauma in obviously boxing and other sports as well. Does anybody come to you uh, for advice apart from what we saw on that 60 Minutes show? Yeah, definitely. So with the, the, the board of boxing, we're, we're talking about trying to, to make you know, boxing better and that's great to see them. They're, they're asking me. Cause my, my, major, my first concern with any of my fighters is their health and um, their welfare. So, you know, I'm always very, very um, quick to throw the towel in or to look after right. my fighters if something's happening. And, um, you know, it's something that we all got to... It, it's hard because th- these boys, they don't want you to throw the towel. They want to fight. That's, that's yeah. the way they're born to fight. It's the same as you always look at all these rugby league players, Ray Price, Mario. If you ask them, would they have changed? They wouldn't change anything. It's, they, loved, they loved the physicality of the game. They loved the hard hits. They loved all that stuff. And they, you know, But um, we don't realise until later on, like now, that... And what, what damage it does, and not just the damage it's done to, to Mario, but the damage it does to his family and the people around him to see him going through that. It's really, you, 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 it's irreparable. Mm. Yeah, and, and Jeff, uh, in your current uh, position as a trainer, uh, um, life coach, I suppose you could call yourself, have, have you had to uh, pull one of your team up and say, this is not for you? Oh, I do it all the time. I, I, you know, if I, if I think somebody, uh, you know, isn't going to be able to compete or get, I do it at sparring. It's my, you know, and, and I, yeah. I feel bad because some of these people who bring people to spar, which um, is, is just as hard as a fight, and they're watching their, 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 their people getting beat up. I can't, it's kind of sad. Like one, and just recently, there's one of the boys who sparred. I thought, you know, please, mate, it's no use you coming back because you know, Brock was hitting him and stuff, and, and it wasn't good. So, I, you know, yeah. of course, I give okay. the best advice I can, and I care about him. Of course, I want Brock to have the right preparation, but I don't want him to, you know, to hurt anybody in the process of that. And, uh, Jeff, we can't let you go without uh, a comment on uh, Devin Haney and George Cambosis on Sunday. Um, I remember listening to you uh, in the first fight, and you were sort of uh, a little bit aggrieved that Cambosis wasn't as aggressive as he'd been in previous fights. Uh, you expecting a change of tactic, and is there a possibility of a change of result? If he doesn't, well, I'm not sure it's going to change his result. But if he doesn't change his tactics, he has no chance, you know, like, like the first fight. But, look, I'm sure George will go out there. He'll try to be more aggressive. But like I said, um, you know, I think Devin Haney um, is just a, such a class act that anything that George brings, I think he'll be able to count. I just, you know, like I said, I'm, of course I want George to win. I'm Australian. And, and uh, if he won again, it would be a, a, an enormous achievement. Um, but like I said, it's, it's going to be tough. Well, uh, Jeff, it's always uh, a delight uh, to have you on, and we're lucky to get you on because you've got a million things on, I'm sure, that you are doing. Um, best of luck with your charge uh, tomorrow, and we'll speak again in the not-too-distant future about the f- what's happening in Australian boxing. Many thanks again. Yeah, thank you, guys. And uh, again, like I said, thanks for the support. Boxing loves uh, and needs as much good support as it gets. Thank you very much.